Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. I'm Titus. I'm here with my good buddy Kevin today, and we got some good conversation coming up for you. Duck season is upon us. It is almost here. We're getting pumped, and we had some conversations today on the phone, and I was like, you know what? Can you do a podcast? <laughs> He's like, yes. So <laughs> we want to get on here and have some conversation. Yes, so- we do. What, let's start. Let's start uh, with that dinner that we just had that you put on, man. That was that was, uh, man. That was a good time. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for coming. Um, that's something I like to host. I like to host at least two a year. Uh, kind of little pre pre duck season and a little post duck season, um, just to get everybody uh, the preseason, obviously, just to kind of get everybody uh, pumped up. You know. Uh, get the juices flowing, although they're already flowing for us uh, 24-7, 360, you know, but yeah. it's just to get everybody kind of lined up, you know, um, partake in, in the last year's uh, bounty. Yep. So, so yeah. yeah what are, so what did we have coming, as far as meat? We had what? Elk, deer, pig? Yeah. Was, yeah. Elk, deer, pig, um, fez. We had pheasant. Yep. Duck and goose. Man, that was so, so good. So we kind of hit it all. Yeah. Dude, and, and so, I mean, do you remember some of the, the plates that we had? What was the name of some of them or no? Yeah, we had the Saigon pheasant, which was in lieu of uh, lemon lemon fez that they uh, – and, and this is – part. This is uh, we're doing this at Frank Fats mm-hmm. for folks. That's in the Sacramento, Sacramento – downtown Sacramento. Chinese restaurant. Um, 
hosted them a few other times at um, Simon's downtown. Um, but since the, the pandemic, I had migrated over to Frank's. But um, um, yeah, so we had Saigon Fez, uh, Kung, Pao, Kung Pao Goose, um, Duck Lettuce Cups, the, uh, I think they call it Yukwok. They're kind of like the dumpling. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. had that had our pig and elk in it. If that you remember good. those, mm-hmm. those like those dumplings. Yeah, uh, we had uh, deer skewers or venison skewers. Um, we had some orange duck. Oh gosh, what else? I'm trying uh, to think. I think pineapple goose. Yes, that's what it was. We had like a sweet one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I think I even had a Mongolian like a Mongolian goose or duck. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so try, I tried to do a little, little sweet and salty, you know? Yeah. Um, and then we had some duck fried rice. Was that good or what? Oh dude. Well, everything was good. And that's, I couldn't stop talking about actually well, me, Travis and Thomas on the way home just couldn't stop talking about how good that was, dude. And I think what made <laughs> yeah. it even so much better is the fact that it was harvested wild, right? It was wild game harvested, yeah. You know, nothing from the factory. Yep. Nothing from the factory, straight up organic. Yep. And it just makes it feel better. It makes it's right. You know, it feels right. Like it was, I mean, it's the way it's supposed to be, right? Oh, yeah. But no, it was such yeah. a, it, it was so good. Um, Man, my favorite, favorite, I really didn't feel like I had a favorite. Everything tasted so good. Like the, the pheasant was amazing. Like I will say, I think I had three servings of that. And uh, the, yeah. I had a couple servings of the rye. I mean, I had double servings of everything. Um, and the group there made it really good. Like, can you kind of tell us who was there at that group? Yeah. Yep. So um, I had a few folks from CWA there. Um, and some of your, your guests or your, uh, your fans have heard Mark Henley. He's from CWA. He's been on your podcast mm-hmm. a few times before. We've hosted him, right? So Mark was there from CWA. We had the president of CWA, John Carlson. He was there. Uh, we had Mr. Will Bear. Now, Will Bear, he's still like a voting member, if I'm not mistaken, but he used to have a job. He was employed by CWA at one time. Now he's a school teacher. Mm. But but we had uh, Will Bear, who's on the radio too. He does some radio stuff. Um during the duck season with uh, Bob Sims. Um, and we had a guy, Ryan, Ryan arts. Uh, I met him at uh, a trap shoot just recently, but it was a great guy. He came with Will. It was a great dude. And then my buddy, Chris Goodwin. Um, he's, he kind of resided in, in Merced for the last probably 20 years as uh, on the Merced PD yeah. down there. He's recently retired. You, your brother, um, we had your best friend Travis, and my buddy Dom. You know Dom. Yep. Or you actually oh, yeah. got to meet Dom in yeah. person. Me and Dom, we go way back, man. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's funny because we've talked on the phone so many times, um, and I don't know what it is about Dom. I don't know if Dom will listen to this, but he he makes me laugh, dude. I'll make him listen. I don't know why. Like, I just... I don't know, and he's probably gonna be like, "Why he, do I make he, you he's laugh?" Just, he's probably gonna think, "Why do I make you laugh?" But you, I'm not the only one that says that because Caleb said that too. He's like, "He's just—I think it's just your—he's cool guy. He's funny. 
some stuff. He probably doesn't mean to be funny, but he's just funny, like how he presents it and stuff. I don't know. But oh he, yeah, but I, yeah. meeting him in person was really cool because he is very. And I was telling them this. I said he's very like makes me feel like I'm not even a polite guy. Like he's very respectful, very polite, very like the manners. I know that sounds kind of weird to even be saying that maybe I guess. But like I don't know how ex- I explain it. Like I was just like really impressed with how his whole attitude yeah. and vibe and everything. Absolutely. And I think you think that was when you referring to the manners right because it's 2023 and he's mm-hmm. fairly young you think mm-hmm. do these kids even have it anymore mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but uh and he I, does he's a great kid all the way around yeah and i and i know they do because that's the thing is these the, i feel bad for the younger generation because they get a lot of bad rap man you know like because yeah. we see most of the time the stuff that we see whether it's social media or news or whatever it is we always see and we've talked about this before we always see the punks, so to speak, like for lack of a better word. Yeah. But I mean, there's so many good young men and women out there. We just, they're, they're not the ones that are getting put up on, on TikTok and social media and Instagram yeah. and all this because they're not acting stupid. You know what I mean? So yeah, right. It's right. just refreshing. It's, it's refreshing. Like, man, these are like-minded. And I see why you hit it off with him when you first met Dom is because if that was how he presented himself, I mean, like, yeah, I'd be, talking to them too and hanging out more yeah yep and that's that's part of the group that's there i've hit it off with all of them somehow some way um and that's why i invited them yeah you know because it's kind of like-minded people not that i'm like a saint right right you know so to speak but i mean just kind of like we're good people in general Mm -hmm. and um like-minded you know and so yeah that so that group was kind of strategic you know um for multiple reasons i wanted you to meet dom too you'd been wanting to he comes to my dinners anyway Mm -hmm. so it was just kind of perfect you know and the whole cwa vibe you know so no it worked out well yeah we appreciate that that was that was really rub shoulders with those guys have good food talk about duck hunting it was just and everybody's hyped the season's come along everyone's like-minded has the same mindset um and just the whole i feel like i felt like i met a bunch of more guys that are like us you know what i mean yeah not that everybody isn't i'm not even saying that at all i mean i'm sure i could sit down with almost every listener that listens to this and have the same you know what i mean yeah yeah but but you're you know you're absolutely but these you know are friends that I presented right. and they're all, and it's all good. You know, there's good ones out there mm-hmm. for sure. Oh, there, yeah. Uh, More than we know, probably. Yeah. Just getting yeah. the reach is, is the hard part, right? Yeah. You know, if we had these good ones out in the field, um, I wouldn't worry about distance as much as I do, right. you know, when right. we're in a shooting public, cause yeah. you know, they're respectable. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Like, like y- you almost, if I if I knew there were good ones out there, I wouldn't have you wouldn't have to worry about the swing, right? Right. right. Which, Seriously, which wouldn't. is so popular these days. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Kevin, let's 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 dive. Let's go have go ahead and dive into this to give a little meat and potatoes in this part because I think we'll save the other one we were talking about secrets. We'll save that to the next episode because okay. I already see where this is going and we're already ten minutes in and we want to talk about the Delta Waterfowl deal too. But 
let me let me just pose this question to you randomly out of the top of my head. What okay. distance, if you were with guys like that, that you were surrounded by and you're out in the marsh, how, how close could they be to you? Yeah. Where well, you would like, me... you know what I mean? Where you won't even worry yeah. about it. I mean, you don't want to hurt each yeah. other, but at the same time, I don't think you would if you did it right. Yeah, exactly. Now that arbitrary number, right? You know, just I for mean, the fun of it, just to throw a number. I mean, yeah, I'd say um, I would feel if I knew somebody was respectable, right, and mm-hmm. I could trust them, or we we were, you know, of the same mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd say, oh, man, two <laughs> to three hundred yards comes in my head. I know mm-hmm. two hundred may be close, but like three hundred would be. I think we wouldn't be scaring necessarily, uh, you know, not scaring decks, but confusing them, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, I something around two, 300 yards. That's yeah. something in my head that I feel mm-hmm. like I could work with, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, did, I, was you know, wondering, two, I was wondering if you were going to say a smaller number than that, only because I feel like, yeah, I know. I know what you're saying, because well, there's I mean, two ways you can look at it. You can look at it like, okay, well, if I'm at a refuge, that ain't going to happen. No, 300 yards, you know, yeah, it yeah, just isn't yeah. going to as much as I wish it could. Well, I'm thinking a hundred, I'm trying to picture a hundred in my head. I mean, it's yeah, so tech, close. If, if it was like that, yeah, if it was like that, I'd almost like we'd be shooting together. I think mm-hmm. the number is like two to 300 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would feel comfortable working birds over my deeks. And if they got out, you know, they're not going to shoot at them. Right. right. Um, so I would say less 300 and in, I would feel comfortable with guys that I know, mm-hmm. you know? Um, well, cause you're going to let them, unless they finish, you're not taking them. So it's like, yeah. let the birds yeah. decide where they want. If that they're, yeah. they're going to go where they want to go anyways. Yes. Technically, exactly. Right. Yeah. So, yep. There's no, yeah. You know, especially when we're shooting the Delta or even like, I guess you're on a marsh, right? It all kind of looks the same, right? Mm-hmm. It's all tulip ponds, Right. Does your pond have more food than the next? Yeah. No, it just depends on where they want to go. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. 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 The number could be smaller, but I mean, usually, especially with guys I don't know, and most of the time, what's that 99% of the time you don't know these guys? Right. Man, you want the further, the better. Right. Like, like I put out, I put out like buffer zones to keep them off of that. Right. You know? Well, how close is too close? I'll, I'm just playing devil's advocate right now, just for the oh, fun of it. Gosh, with like, with the yahoos. Yeah. Oh man. If, <laughs> <sighs> two <Dude>. miles. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. If if, if almost if I can kind of ha- like see them or hear them almost talking, it's like oh, too man. close, yeah. you know. But some. And and sometimes you know when you're out there, the sound travels obviously. But um, yeah, let me just say I, I'm never really comfortable when there's somebody around me, mm-hmm. um, because it's almost too close anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. they you don't you don't know how they're going to shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, do they let the birds work? Are they just shooting birds? So I just try to keep them off as far as I can. Yeah. You what's know. your what's your because this this probably help people like what's your approach to when you're like okay this guy is encroaching I'm gonna have to deal with it what's your initial words 
Um, well, if I can help it, um, I try to get out there and intercept them even coming in mm-hmm. to like the pond area. Right. Mm-hmm. So just to kind of keep them, keep them moving. But, um, I, I have, I have talked to folks, you know, if I think they're close, I just try to, if I can, I'll just try to talk to them mm-hmm. and see if they'll push out. You know, usually I'm the first one there. So I'm trying to avoid any, 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 not confrontation, but any, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't even want them getting close. So I usually have the lights or I keep my boat out. So they see the light. They don't even want to come that way. Right. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, like it's kind of like if a, if you're in your house and your home, it's like you locking all the doors to avoid any issues with a, a burglar, basically like, cause if you leave all your doors unlocked, you're kind of asking yeah, for you're, it. You're just inviting them in. Right. Yeah. So, or, or if it's not a well-lit house, right. Mm-hmm. You have your, your, uh, you know, your, your porch light on, you know, this, that, and the other. So, you know, like, ah, I don't may not want to go here, you know, whatever. Yep. So, um, it's just, it's I try- putting all the things ahead advance to help it more. It may, they still may blow in there. Yeah. Or walk in on you, whatever it may be. But if you, you can give them all the signs to avoid, then you're just uh, yeah. I give them every opportunity, right? Like yeah. I make the lights bright. I usually have my uh, if I have my boat out. I'll turn on my spotlight up front. You know, that's that's what 120 watts, right? That's that's bright. I'll walk around too with a pretty bright light if I'm in my pond. Mm-hmm. You know, flashing stuff off as I'm putting stuff out. So I want to do everything I can to not even let them get close. Mm-hmm. They're just going to push through. Right. And right. then you got some folks that just don't care. They have nowhere else to go or they think they don't. They may only shoot a couple couple areas. And if you're there, they're going to try to force themselves to stay in there or try to force themselves on you. Like, hey, we won't bother you. You know, it's like, oh, man, hmm. you know. Well, and that's my thought. You know what I mean? It's, what, not that yeah. we maybe even understand the thought process here, but like, you, let's say you put up all those signs. And that burglar mm-hmm. still wants in your house. You know what I mean? Like, you've given them all the yeah. signs, all the signals. You've put the lights on. You've got everything you could possibly do. And they still come in there. What do you do? You know, like, what conversation? Uh, like, yeah. I, I know you're talking to him, but, like, what are you saying? Like, I, because I feel like I've seen your approach and I, I like it. I mean, it's pretty much the same thing I do is you first use the friendly approach. Like, hey, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Like what well, you just tell me. Well, you, yeah, right. You always start off. I mean, friendly. I, I, I like to, and just say, Hey, it's not going to work. You guys are going to be too close. I don't know. It's kind of organic how you feel, right? Sometimes yeah. you, you may get a little frustrated because you, you know, you have all this, all these, there's no way. Cause I'm keeping these lights on too. Um, as long as I need to, mm-hmm. um, most of the time, you get guys coming out at a certain time, right? Mm-hmm. And you can, and those lights are very, your, your lights are very noticeable. But um, I just try to, I guess, make contact and just talk them out of staying there. Yeah. You know, the best way, you know, I, I, I don't know. It kind of varies, but establish contact and try to push them out, you know, try to expand on how this is a big area, man. You're, you're doing us no, none of us any favors by being here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 
I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I know, right? Um, it seems like something you shouldn't have to try to understand, but you do. I mean, it's like, oh, these guys do this. You're like, e yeah. And fortunately, Titus, you know what? With what most, like, 95% of the time, it might even be higher, I usually don't have contact. I usually um, have everything, all the deterrence up that they don't even come by. Yeah, and that's the, that's the best case. That's the best scenario you could even ask for. That's what you want. Just right. Be, be just there and be going. ready. Yeah. 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 Um, so the, uh, I do. I am kind of fortunate in that way. Um, and, you know, um, if I was to get out there a little later than I'd want, you know, I, I shouldn't be mad at anybody. Right. If, uh, if you know, they're there before me or um, – I didn't, you know, yep. get there in time, I guess, you know. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, we uh, covered that one. Let's let's go ahead and go to the Delta Waterfowl uh, Expo. I have covered it a little bit in um, some of my prior episodes to this, but I uh, hadn't got your perspective and your thoughts on it. Man, there was a lot of good people there. A lot of there good There was. People. There was. You're absolutely right. Um, I thought it was great. You know, I had a motive going in there um, to meet as many folks as I could <clears throat> that I've had like a little bit of dialogue with via IG or whatnot. Um, you know, kind of put a put a face mm -hmm. with a name mm -hmm. and a tag. You know, your 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 tagline on IG or whatnot. So um, it was it was a good event. I got to meet a ton of folk. Some I knew, some I hadn't, you know, got to meet, uh, not meet, but got to see Wade and Joel Bo. Mm -hmm. um, haven't seen them in almost two years. Mm -hmm. So got to reestablish contact with them and all these new folks too. So, you know, and you can do that show. It's what, it's a three-day show, mm -hmm. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Two and a half days, I mean, yeah. Technically, yeah, technically you can do that show um, in a day. I mean, if oh, you yeah. really wanted to, day and a half. You but know, you wouldn't really but, get to. Yeah, that was never my motive. I was always going to yeah. stay the three days mm -hmm. <clears throat> and 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 make conversation. Right. Um, and actually, probably the third day, so it was Sunday. That was probably my best day. Yeah. It was low-key less folks. And I hit up everybody that I hadn't hit because, you know, Friday and Saturday is going to be your busy days, right. your busiest days. Right. And those yeah. guys are, everybody's getting hounded for conversation. Mm -hmm. So, um, Sunday ended up being a very good day, um, to make some contact. Yeah. So yeah. it was good. It was good. It was a good time. What's some of the, uh, conversations that you got to have? I mean, like who was some of the people that stood out to you that you got to meet? Um, so I wanted to meet, I've been tracking Rusty Creasy, man, since mm -hmm. probably 2008 or nine when he was with the, uh, in the, uh, with Echo. Yeah. The Echo guys. Mm -hmm. Um, and they were really doing it, doing it big in them, those private woods, um, which used to get me so hot and bothered, dude, to shoot green timber. <laughs> I, I remember I was like, oh, my gosh, I got to do some green timber Arkansas yep. hunting, you know, and that that has since kind of cooled off. <laughs> um, I'm like, eh, eh. Uh, but Rusty was cool. I've heard a lot of great things about him. You know how he's a great guy, mm -hmm. and, he, and he was, dude. So this was really? Sunday. He's tall. Yeah, I went. 
He is fairly tall. He's probably six two. Oh, you think? Maybe I thought he was more. Three. I thought he was more six four or five. Okay, maybe Thomas so, yeah. is six two. Yeah, he was quite a bit taller than Thomas. Okay, okay, then he's yes. Yeah, I don't know. It just seemed like he was pretty. Five. I guess you know you have this visualization of how tall people are. You have this mindset. Then when you see him in person, yeah. you're like, yeah, man, that dude's small or tall. One of the two. He was definitely tall. You're yeah. right. I didn't. Um, yeah, he was the taller taller gentleman and super cool probably chopped it up with him for a good 20 20 minutes because there was nothing really going on on sunday and we were just having some conversation so it was a good chat um who was another one? Oh, roy roy carter oh yeah did you talk from, to him huh yeah from carter's big island mm. had some dialogue with him over the last year or two on ig and then met him there. That was really cool. He's an OG dude. Really? You know, he just reminds me of uh, just the blue co- blue collar, mm-hmm. um, old school. Just I could see like you know my dad's era of yeah. the, of of like the OGs you would look up to when you were a kid, mm-hmm. right? Like he just he just hit that off. He's really cool. Um, I'm hoping with some stuff that Caleb and I do this year that we might be able to go do something with Roy next year over mm. at his place That'd in the big awesome. Island. So that's kind of, yeah. Cause I think it'd be a good, he's got a great, great thing he's doing there over at CBI Carter's big Island um, that he's well, actually that he's doing and that his, for, you know, his forefathers have, had started. Right. So I think he's got a cool story to tell. Um, but yeah, Roy was cool. Um who else? Oh, I met I met Doctor Duck and those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of wanted to say say hi to them. You know, I'm not necessarily fanboys of of theirs, mm-hmm. but they were there, so I wanted to kind of go uh, introduce myself. So I had a, some cool conversation with them. You know, and they were they were once PD folk. You know, mm. they were they were with Pro Drive, and um, I don't think they are right now, but um, they're kind of doing their own thing right now. I think they're all kind of just – I don't think they have their sponsors like they used to. I think they're just kind of doing it themselves, if I'm mm. not mistaken. Yeah, because a lot but, of their stuff they have now is is their stuff. It's branded their stuff now, so they're yeah, doing good. Yeah, right, just straight up Dr. Duck, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So um, that was a good conversation. Uh, Bo, Bo Brooks. Yeah, yeah. That, yep, yep, got to meet Bo. Okay. Um, oh, and a little thing about Bo. So we were kind of chopping it up about Pro Drive, right? Or just like motors, because he bought a boat um, back in Kentucky. I think he's gotten, it's not an XL, but it's some duck boat. I can't remember if it was like an edge or whatnot with an outboard. Mm-hmm. And he's not really into the whole uh, loud mud motor thing. Yeah. So I was kind of telling him, I was telling him about that 50 Tahatsu. So, and he was like, he was kind of all ears on that. So mm. when that starts to drop, we should keep a little conversation with Bo. That's a good idea. Yeah. 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 That, that thing's got my heartstrings. I, I honestly think about that thing a lot because when I go on Jake's boat, his newer boat that he got, he's got that 40 horse. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a Mercury? It's not, yeah, it's nothing like this. I'm not, I'm not even trying to compare the two, but what I was just going to say is this the noise level, right? Like, I think it's just good for multiple reasons, not just for your own hearing, but like 
just maybe scaring birds up, you know, and pushing birds around. It's just not going to, the volume's not going to carry as far too, plus the speed and the de- dependability. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different reasons. Yeah, exactly. It hits, it hits on multiple levels on mm-hmm. why it's just, it's, it's, it's better. Not, you know, and the mud motor has its place because certainly these things are going to be priced a little differently, as you know, right? So it's going to kind of price some folks out. Mm-hmm. But um, mud motors are never going to die. It's They're always going to be there. This is just expanding on the whole deal. So, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I'm wondering, you know, it's like in my mind, I'm like, something on the cutting edge like this, it's really neat to see and be a part of. And... I was like, I wonder where this is going to go, you know? It's so... Oh, dude. You know what I mean? It's so at the beginning oh, yeah. phases. I'm like, where is this going to lead to in five years from now? You know, 10 years. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's certainly the best of both worlds, literally, dude. You know? Yeah, It totally. is outboard capability or shoot, outboard, well, outboard reliability, excuse me, um, with surface drive capabilities mm. i mean right dude you're hitting on you've got it all yeah. so um i it, it's it's gonna pop it, it's gonna pop off but it is pricey mm-hmm. in general right mm-hmm. you're always can get yourself a mud motor a used one and, and be oh yeah at that next level so but we'll see as far as it's gonna i think people are gonna start thinking about it for sure Titus, you know, oh, man. that have these engines, they're going to be like, you know what, you know, they're, they're going to try to justify it for sure. You know, yeah. you know, how we can try well, to justify everything. Yeah, totally. Well, too, I think a lot of it, and I totally get and understand this is not that everybody's a sca- scared to spend the money. There is obviously there's a level of can do it, but don't yeah. want to can't do it. Just can't do it. Period. Yeah. And that's, I get that. Or want to do it, but are scared to do it because they want to see how it performs, how it does, the longevity of it. So you just got so many different levels of people that are going to be, you know, there'll be the guys that do right out the gate, man. They're just like Peter jumping out of the boat on the, in, with, (laughs) in the water. Yeah. You know, then there's going to be the guys that are holding back to see, is he going to sink or is he going to walk on water too? You know, and, I think that, you know, this still, I'm all in. I know you're all in. Um, yeah. Is everything yeah. going to be perfect? I don't, nothing, I've never seen nothing be perfect, but as long as these guys have been testing stuff from what KP was saying and you're saying, again, I'm not trying to make no room for any imperfection, but when you put it to work for a long time, it sure helps eliminate a lot of those issues. Yeah, Absolutely. And, you know, even when th- products you think are, like, flawless, you know, new technology comes out, things may change a tad, yep. right, um, for sure. Um, but overall, yeah, they've been testing this thing a long time. Um, and we could have been the first to get it. I know there's about 20 of them out there. Um, but, you know, here's the thing that kind of st- – you know, this isn't just like you get it and you, and you go. So for us, since it's an air cool, excuse me, it's a water cooled motor since it's an outboard. Right. Mm -hmm. So for guys who don't have the boat, 
with the keel system, right? They're going to have to get that and tack that on. So there yeah. is a little work to be done. So it's not so cut and dry for the guys who just want to get one on their regular boat. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Yep. Um, not that it's impossible, but you're going to have to get that keel and then tack that on, run it, run the, the, how it's supposed to, you know, whatever it is, the, mm -hmm. uh, the hardware. Um, so there is a little bit of a, um, you know, not gray area, but it's, you know, you, you got to do a little work first yeah. for us, for you and I, who are going to sell the rigs boats coming with it on. We're mm -hmm. from the factory. Everything's dialed. Yeah. So. Right. Which like you said, you do have both options, which is really cool. Um, I'm just glad to be able to do the other way, like with the whole setup and done. Um, and again, I know it's not for everybody, yeah. but also this is maybe a kind of a poor comparison, but I'm just saying the whole mindset of things kind of going back to what I was saying earlier about d how you're doing something and people seeing something brand new like this, they're a little hesitant, mm -hmm. right? <clears throat> so like the, the Sitka waiters when they first came out, I mean, there's still people, those waiters have been out for the, the zip waiters because they came out first with the non-zip. Then I think a year or two later, they came out with the zip. And at first people were like, oh my God, you know, goodness, a thousand dollars for waiters. Is their warranty really yeah. going to work? Are they going to stand by their product? Is it really that good? Is it worth it? I just buy my two hundred dollar waiters and da da da. Right. Well, mm -hmm. this is now we're sitting, and I don't know. I could be. I'm just going to throw numbers out there. I don't know exactly. Five to seven years later, there's still guys just now, after all this time, just now, like, oh, I'm pulling the trigger now, and it's because. So-and-so, their buddy said, oh, you know, I'm going on year three. Man, I just got my waiters back. They put new boots on, didn't charge me nothing. Or I'm on my fifth year now. I haven't had one leak in five years. And when I do, I send them back yeah. in for the testing. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's the same thing with any new product. But on a bigger scale, this boat, going back to Pro Drive, guy, there's going to be guys that jump in with both feet. There's going to be guys that want to see if their buddy has issues but mm -hmm. man, even at five to seven year mark, people are going to be like, oh man, this is the best thing since sliced bread. And then it's going to hit a whole nother wave of growth and yeah. yes. potential, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You could, yep. Then, yeah. You got those guys, like you mentioned that like, oh, I'm going to see my buddy or this. So most, most of these people that are like, they, you know, we need, they need to see the product mm -hmm. actually. See, we, we've been with pd forever right or you're i know you're you have yeah you know but i know i could i could trust it stuff like that a lot of people the doubters right they want to see like a buddy maybe have it mm -hmm. you know get to touch it feel it see how it works how long kevin you have know? you you've been with pro drive for how long now since 2005 wow so that's saying almost something. 20 years yeah what made you start yeah. with them? I'm just going to put you on the spot there. Like what made, what made you go with ProDrive? Um, well, I mean, this, so this is the inception of my whole surface drive deal was I need, I just recently got out of the army in 2004 and, um, was looking to get back into ducking, right? I had nothing here. I've been gone mm -hmm. for four years. So mud motors were just really taken off as far as the short tails, right? Mm -hmm. The, they used to always have the long tail, but so I was just doing research, Titus. Um, 
really it was just between Gator Tail and PD. Mm-hmm. Really wasn't into the whole. Um, really wasn't into Mud Buddy, um, and and uh, Go Devil. Yeah. So it just really came down to I was just kind of talking with them both, and then I just kind of really felt more comfortable with gears. Mm-hmm. I know they look different. The PD looked the different out of all of them, right? It was like, what is this, <laughs> right? Um, but I, I, I ended up, and they were all great people. Kyle yeah. was great. This is when Kyle was still answering the phone, and K- KP was answering the phone, and Brian. So this is in their early years. Um, and I just, I just ended up get, liking gears and the gear driven better. I thought it would be more reliable, mm. um, you know, um, plus having great conversations with, with KP and Brian on the phone mm-hmm. that helped. But I was, you know, I did some research here, talked to some buds and they were always, you know, yeah. they, they prefer gears over belt. Right. Right. And then that's where I went and the rest is history, dude. Yeah. And that's I won't cool. look back, you know, and, and, and it's almost like PD is kind of like a certain person, right? Cause I mean, they've never been the fastest. Right. And, um, but to me, it was just ingenious, everything that they did, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, gear driven, the, the, the instant reverse or excuse me. Well now that, yeah, now they have instant reverse with the full power. Right. right? And that to most people, they've always looked a little hokey dude, you know, because yeah. they had that whole different look, right. Cause it was a gear driven. It was, uh, they used to have it like a crank, yeah yeah a, you know a mm-hmm. wheel for your trim and then they used to have it like on a winch right so but they've just constantly been progressing mm-hmm. right using technology and uh and it works look at them now you basically their their direct drive platform right because they're they're a vertical vertical driven um kind of uh entity mm-hmm. right you know the mud buddies and gator tails are a horizontal shaft mm-hmm. so that's why too these outboards work because it's a it's a vertical shaft hmm. you know compared to horizontal you don't have horizontal uh, outboards right right so that's where i think pd is going to take the market these horizontal companies or like gator tail mud buddy you're not putting an outboard on the horizontal shaft you know yeah i think pd's got this locked up titus yeah <clears throat> i agree i'm I'm ex- I'm excited. I'm so the timing couldn't have been better for us. That's all I gotta say. It just couldn't have been better. <laughs> um, I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad we yeah. got to you know try out Gator Tail and it was good and everything and we liked it and had killed a lot of birds, seen a lot of places, scouted a lot of waters. But um, I'm really excited. About oh yeah, this, dude, got this, you. Yeah, got my feet wet. Yeah, dude, it was it was great. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah, your experience. So. so. Well, I think we'll wrap this one up. We're already hitting the 37-minute mark, so I hope you guys enjoyed this one, and uh, stay tuned for the next one. We're going to ask some questions. Uh, I'll just give you a little taste. It's probably going to be a little bit of, is it really a secret? <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that with you. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see you guys on the next one. <laughs>